Hello everyone. Welcome to Crew Room Conversations. I am your host Nitin Velde and I'm delighted to bring to you stories, anecdotes and experiences of some of the best air warriors of the Indian Air Force. So do stay tuned. Happy listening and Jai Hind. Have you ever seen a Surikiran aerobatic display? Welcome everybody to this series of Crew Room Conversations. Today I have with me one such special guest, Group Captain Ramji. Ramji has been a part of the Surikiran Aerobatic Team, and uh, Surikiran Aerobatic Team has been something that I've always been extremely, extremely passionate about. It has always excited me to see the Surikiran Aerobatic Team perform. Because I used to be in the Air Force Academy, and then uh, every uh, passing out parade. they used to perform so i definitely wanted to have some guest from surikiran aerobatic team and who else than my dear friend uh, ramji so ramji welcome welcome to the show thank you so much sir thank you an absolute honor that you have uh, chosen me to uh, represent the surikiran aerobatic team and it was an honor for me to wear the red overalls and represent uh, indian air force showcase its professionalism to the country and to all the uh, civilian public and uh, and again an absolute honor once again to be uh, telling stories to the quintessential storyteller of indian air force <laughs> uh, our story go uh, our story our story of our friendship goes back almost uh, two decades ramji so pleasure having you and uh, just for the introduction of you know ramji to the our uh, viewers uh, ramji has had a wonderful wonderful uh, tenure or stint or career as one would call it with the indian air force Uh, he's been a MiG-29 pilot. He's been a part of the Surikiran Aerobatics team, an instructor, and also been having done the duty of a very coveted appointment of being a directing staff at a prestigious institute called as Defence Services Staff College, Wellington. So, a person with a phenomenal amount of experience in fighter flying, and of course, uh, his one of the roles that he did in Island Scat, he was mentioning, was that he used to handle the PR. That is, he was the PRO of uh, the Scat Aerobatic team. so we're going to have some great conversations ramji and to begin the conversations i want to straight away jump into the formation flying as such and i can see uh, like any other scat uh, proud uh, red overall boy you are wearing the scat uh, t-shirt so so what is it it's a nine aircraft formation team what is scat all about the uh, scat is an uh, entirely voluntary team as you can call it it's a nine aircraft aerobatic team so only one of the four uh, formation nine aircraft formation aerobatic teams in the world and uh, right now we fly the hawks we have flown the kiran earlier and much before that in the role of thunderbolts we flown the hunter aircraft of the uh, uh, indian air force and uh, we show go around india and outside the countries to friendly uh, uh, international countries and uh, showcase the indian air force's professionalism and also to bring out the pride of indian air force and india as a nation to the uh, public out amazing amazing now you just mentioned we are one of the four and uh, really a proud moment for each one of us of course the air warriors but even as a as a civilian you know the entire country to uh, have an aerobatic team of our own and there are just four of them in the world so uh, one of the thing that is always you know i have interacted with many of you and a few of my postmates also have been from the scat i've always uh, loved to interact with them on a very important topic when we talk of teams and here is where i want to draw the attention of uh, or ask you ramji that when we talk of teams you always say that we want to have the best of the team my mantra when i was commanding officer used to be 
I don't decide my team. So whoever is given to me by the air headquarters, I will work together with that individual to form a good team. So my question or my, uh, you know, if you can throw some lights on, light on the fact that when a person enters into the SCAT team, how does the bonding take place? So you hit the nail on the head. Sir. It's uh, for us, though it's a voluntary organization, we work on the people that Indian Air Force has given us. And it is our responsibility to make the team. It is not just that I want to work with the team or I've been forced to work with the team. It is my responsibility to make the team of the people whom we have. And every person works as a leader there, not just the person on top. At every stage, everybody is a leader. You volunteer, the Air Force, in its wisdom, decides who are the people who can come in for the trials. During the trials, you send them through a few exercises, not just to test their skills out, but also a various other few, what appears to be mundane exercises. And after that, you say whether the person is fit or not fit. Once the person is fit, then the choice is up to the air, for air headquarters to send whoever they feel like, whoever they can spare, and in their uh, uh, wisdom, can, uh, appear, you know, can be best suited for the team. We work with them, we all work together, and we form the team that we are. Some we would know from earlier, some would be absolutely brand new, you know, strangers whom we start working with and make the best out of that. So, a person comes and joins your Surabatic aerobatic team, Surakiran aerobatic team, and within a short span, he gets into the group, so as to speak. And there, you are going to be in air and doing shows and performing with almost, uh, you know, watertight precision. And you are doing maneuvers wherein the amount of skill that is required is phenomenal, and more importantly, the amount of trust on the next person. So, any reflections or any of your memories wherein uh, either you were struggling or some of your friends were struggling to, you know, actually match up to the team requirements and how, how do you guys overcome this kind of thing? So why speak about friends? So let me tell about myself. When I went into the team, I did have a little problem adjusting to the uh, requirements of uh, aerobatics, formation aerobatics. And it is not the same. Your skill set, you're really good at what you do. That's why you're being first selected to come into the team. But those skill sets, how do you transfer them to aerobatic teams are different. I did go through trouble. I was having you know, I was finding it difficult to stay in positions to carry out certain maneuvers. And then came along, uh, you know, later, Arunaksh Nandi was a member of the team, but I had not flown with him earlier. He came, sat with me, we did one sortie, and then he told me, you know, where I was, what I was doing wrong, where I was probably looking wrong, and therefore reacting wrong, and getting my maneuvers wrong. A few inputs, and there it was, and that was the end of my troubles. Mm. But, and a year later, I was exactly in the same position as him where somebody else was having a trouble in a different aspect of the flying and I could help out the best is one. It's, it's about an instructor clicks to you and it works. It's not that everybody else didn't try. But this particular aspect of mentoring is a continuous aspect. So there's always continuous talk. Somebody's continuously telling you. Everybody gives their inputs. Everybody's experience counts. When you talk of Surakiran 9, aerobat, nine aircraft aerobatic team, uh, once a position is selected, does the person fly in that position itself or is there a, some kind of a, a change of uh, assignment or change of position? Oh, there is a lot of change of position, sir. If I may, uh, you know, use this as an example. Sure, sure. Right up there is a team leader. Yeah. He is on his second tenure. The right. first tenure, he doesn't, nobody flies there. It's only the team leader who flies there who has earlier flown in one of or two of these positions apart from that before he comes there on his second tenure. Right. When one joins a team, they either join in the outermost limit, either here okay. as number five or as number six here. Right. You train here, you go through one 
season of display which is about 6 months of display right. before you move inwards either towards a leader or you move into these positions which are uh, you know for more difficult right and uh, thereafter that's a progress which happens and uh, it's all it's all about at every position it involves a lot of retraining right. and uh, you you get you go through those number of sorties get those hang of it yeah. and because every two member you know leaves a team every 6 months right so you get trained into the new position before the member goes and there you are performing a new role that also keeps you on the edge it it prevents you from getting complacent because a new position involves right. new challenges I, i i completely can understand what you're saying and when i talk from a typically a corporate perspective when we talk of change management one of the things that we need to understand is the processes have changed a little bit of organizational structures have changed but also what changes sometimes is my role and though as i'm understanding i am flying an outer member responsibility i am gradually moving towards i would not say a more responsible but a more watertight compartment so so that's the interesting part that every time i have to let go certain things which i learned in the last 6 uh, months and move to the next now for another understanding of uh, you know our viewers uh, we always say how close do you fly so can you give me an example let's say i know this for sure that we fly what we call as a one wing span am i right Yeah, uh, ideally, sir. But uh, it's about you take one wing span is about ten meters. Okay. And uh, the the distance varies depending upon maneuvers to maneuvers between ten right. uh, one wing span which is ten meters to half a wing span which is five meters. Okay. And though you would it wouldn't appear to you, it is not always that we are flying in this given position. Understood. The aim is that this position or the position is visible to the audience. Uh-huh. So you keep uh, sometimes you're flying in an incorrect position so that. Right. the viewing angle makes uh-huh. it appear that things are looking correct so we pretty much like the doctor lots of things happening under the water but on top is all calm and nirvana on top yeah you are telling this to helicopter pilot so i always always keep saying ramji that what appears to be outsider that the helicopter is hovering steady you don't know what's happening inside and as the same for close formation that the crowd which is there should be able to see that particular maneuver in the best of its so i i take this clue and i i quote Uh, Brene Brown, that we are, you know, uh, perfectly imperfect. I would say, absolutely, absolutely. And having couple of uh, done a couple of uh, uh, trips with the uh, helicopter guys and tried a hand at the hover, uh, you, 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 I pretty much know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So, so just for the context, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, when we are talking of one wingspan, what essentially we are saying in a typically very easy to understand uh, context is if there are two cars. Yeah. and the difference between me and the other car is going to be only one car is going to come between us absolutely and whatever the other car does that means the lead car does i have to follow that particular so if he if he throttles up or if he goes faster i have to go faster and at absolutely. every stage the difference between me and the other car is going to be one single car am i right to understand that absolutely sir the exact same word and it's all and this particular thing this particular aspect comes with a lot of training comes with a lot of trust because uh, there are times where i am flying uh, in my aircraft at the, in the kiran you're flying at 500 km per hour at 20 meters above the ground and there's one person who's behind me and since he's behind me is obviously slightly below he does not have the time to look at the ground he trusts me he looks at me and he maintains that position now it's my responsibility to ensure that he's not uh, left behind on the ground and that he's with me and he's maintained in the correct position so when you say it's your responsibility to take the man and what i'm understanding is uh in the chain of things that are happening everybody jo main hamesha bolta hu ramji ki 
हम सब है हम सब अपना काम करेंगे तो अपने आप काम हो जाएगा पोजिशन and while at the same time not making it too difficult for eight others so every position is equally difficult and every position is equally easy sir uh, ramji one of the things that happens in a suryakira aerobatic team needless to say is that you have phenomenal amount of trust on your team members so coming from that particular paradigm what does the word trust in team in team members mean to you as such trust and team are synonymous you cannot have a team without trust and let me uh, put it this way when we are in the aerobatic team when i fly in the kiran aircraft that i was flying when you fly at 500 kilometers per hour 20 meters from the ground i've got one person behind me hmm. for him the entire he does not have the time to look at the ground to keep himself safe for him he looks at me maintains his position with respect to me and trust me to hmm. keep him safe right that, that is uh, for me the be all and all of it because one laps from me he gets less than a second to react right and for me uh, he trusts his entire life he's got a family he's got to go back home to he trusted entirely on me yeah. that that's what to me is trust is if that if you can understand that it can place yeah. it yeah. across everywhere absolutely absolutely true and it's a, it's such a powerful paradigm that you've just given to us that saying that it is the person is actually risking or trusting his life and he's got a family so here's something that i uh, used to tell my airmen when i was commanding the unit uh, that when you signing up a aircraft as having said the aircraft is serviceable you're not offering the aircraft or aeroplane to the pilot of course symbolically yes but you're actually telling the family members of the pilot hey guys here is what i'm offering to your dad or your husband or your you know a son and i am convinced 100% that this particular machine is serviceable and that's why i'm offering it to him and that actually uh, changes the entire way to my mind about how we look at each other how we look at team members and once we have the trust the connection happens the connection happens so trust builds again and that's how i think a cycle uh, improves absolutely sir absolutely and the aircraft does not know that it is uh, a whale day who has got uh, thousands of hours flying yeah. uh, in siachen or it's a youngster who's going for his first landing at kumar the aircraft right. doesn't know the environment doesn't know right. so it's for uh, it's it's entirely on this trust that entire system function yeah yeah no lovely lovely thoughts on trust so, so yeah and what i recollect of uh, being and watching your displays from the ground is that there is always a camera guy who standing there who captures the entire thing and there is a debrief and obviously since you know needless to say that you are a display aerobatic team you are the best of the best there is international crowd at every time there is going to be some experts who are going to give you some debriefs or you know some inputs to make the display look better so my question to you would be Uh, it's not an easy thing to always play up to the gallery right uh, we, we all get tense and uh, that's the way of our work so as to speak so how do you guys uh, adapt to this thing that every time you wear that overall and a day of display uh, is it a some kind of a switch that happens and says here we go uh let me put it this way sir there is a level of anxiety which is there 
and if i say there was no anxiety i would be saying lies right. and i would also say that that anxiety is very much necessary right. let me just put in an easier context uh, in the 70s and 80s when uh, gavaskar was batting you mm. know you had open uncovered pitches he was playing the four for the amazing fast bowlers of west indians yeah. and uh, west indies and he didn't wear a helmet it's mm. not that uh, he believed in god and that nothing would happen it's not that he didn't have the anxiety right. how he overcame all that was amount of preparation the hard work and mm. that's what happens so every time you wear like uh, you wear the overall and you go off on display it's always that the on the worst of the days it's a perfect diamond when i walked into the team it was told that every practice is a display and every display is a practice so that keeps running in your mind so that you work go towards every practice as if it was a display work hard to ensure things are correct at every time right. and when you go for a display you put all that at the back to take into the cockpit the hard work your preparation and your experience go in and perform as if not a single soul is watching and you're going up there to enjoy it so that your mind is not cluttered and you just do what you're supposed to do and not be bothered about whether the pm is there the president is there some foreign dignitary is there 10000 a lakh of crowd is there or something like aero india where you got about what 2 3 4 lakh crowd people you not bother about that you're just doing what you've been trained to do don't try out of the the, the, the picture don't try anything new do what you've been trained to do so yeah. so do what you're trained to do and do what you enjoy because you come here as a volunteer just enjoy and and when you play when you dance to the music it automatically turns out to be one of the best dances something like that absolutely absolutely uh, interesting and uh, when you entered into the team and you have a normally a tenure of 3 years am i right yes so i've always been saying this and you also mentioned that the leaders got phenomenal amount of responsibility because every action of the leader has got its repercussions down the down the formation and of course he's got the responsibility of maintaining the timing there is a way of the display and all that so any reflections or any insights that the time you spend and up to you spend some time later commanding the, or being a part of a very very prestigious organization so anything on leadership that you would try uh, lessons from the suryakiran team absolutely sir let's uh, take it this way for us in the aerobatic team what happens is uh, any small movement by the leader there it would be visible to the guys immediately close to him after a finite amount of time that finite amount of time gets doubled when it goes to the people who are the furthest away from the people right. from the leader so therefore any movement by the leader would be visible after uh, would be magnified before it goes down to the last person mm-hmm. so what the crowd gets to see is the largest flapping around of the people who are the farthest away from him okay. without realizing that one innocuous movement by the leader has was what is costed but then what also needs to be kept in mind is that the leader has to like you said has to play to the gallery for him the display has to look correct he has to cater to the audience below so therein comes the responsibility of the middle level people or like you would you would call it at or the middle level managers it's for them to cushion things out for the people who are away so that the flapping around is not visible and everything appears smooth and things are eased out for the people further away from the organ- from the uh, pyramidal structure who are as far away so it appears that things are smoothed out because it 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 will percolate at some point of time yeah. but in a more reduced fashion no no, no lovely lovely uh, uh, you know correlation and analogy and in organizations across the leader will have to you are using a word in the gallery you are saying using a word saying it, the display has to look good 
Yes. So, so the leader's task is to achieve an objective as given by somebody else, which could be higher formation in our case, and somebody else it could be somebody else. But having understood that a leader is taking certain decisions, he is giving certain inputs, and those inputs are going to get reflected down the chain. It is very important point that you are bringing out that the middle level people also have a phenomenal role to play. It is not that. And then the flirting takes place at the field level. And that's what we say that every action of the leader actually makes a difference. So the idea is to calm down the ripples in such a manner that the least amount of difference is at the lowest level. Wonderful. Yeah. So, so what, what you said is absolutely it, it, The correlation, sir, it cannot be more, uh, uh, you know, succinctly put. And the fact is, it's, it, it's a direct uh, uh, impact, like what we have, what you see in the team to what you see in any organization. I've carried this when I was uh, back to the fighter squadrons because it's so easy to understand that this is the way things are going to work. And uh, like they say, uh, the leader, he would rather hang for his convictions than for somebody else's convictions. Lovely. <laughs> I, I just love this last part of yours. I've been saying that, that I would rather be hanged for my beliefs than yours. That's what Absolutely. the leader finally says. Yes. So one of the motivations, and uh, you know it and I know that uh, people like you and me definitely enjoy the spotlight. How does it feel Very after true. the display is over? Uh, sir, let's look at it this way. Like uh, in the army says, uh, Mandir Parade. So even go, us going wearing those red overalls, wearing those uh, Ray-Bans and, uh, you know, carrying those, a lot of goodies which people look out for is also part of the parade. Okay. We are there to showcase the Indian Air Force. So uh, we are there to tell the people that this, this life, uh, uh, you know, is, is what you want to look forward to. It is there. But it comes with a lot of hard work. Right. It comes with a lot of hard work, and uh, the one of the part of the training is to be able able to switch on and off that switch to say that now you are on uh, the the professional display of uh, putting up in uh, you know and show in the cockpit. Now you're outside the cockpit. It's also a show. It's about how you put it up and not to carry one into the other. So right. to to be able right. to to keep the difference away. Right. Right. And and being a PRO, uh, any any of your memories that you really enjoyed interacting with the media or the crowd, any or anything that you slipped up and you really were pulled up for something. So any kind of funny anecdote? Oh, look, uh, lots of them, sir. So you uh, the first uh, time was in uh, PRO, and uh, we had a, a display planned at uh, base, and uh, uh, I sent the invite to uh, all the, uh, the, the the local news, the newspapers, and everybody. And at the same time, we had taken up the case for uh, uh, the, uh, these people to enter the uh, press, to enter the, enter the Air Force station, to cover the display and take the interviews. And uh, kind of word of mouth, everything was appeared that, yes, the, the permissions would come through. So everything we went on till a point of time. And uh, somebody at the senior organizations in their wisdom, and of course, which for valid reasons, they turned around and said, sorry, this particular display cannot be covered by the press. And I got this information uh, about the evening before the display. So next morning, so we had about 30 uh, uh, the, the, uh, people from the media right outside the Air Force Station gate. And uh, they, there's no way I'm going to turn them away and neither can I take them in. So you put up stories and tell them and you know, things are not, there are you know, various reasons why they cannot come in, give them handouts, give them uh, CDs, media CDs. You got to cover it up, and that's the last time I realized that okay, wait for the permission to come before you do send up the displays and take up things well in time. Don't put somebody in a spot. <laughs> so, Ramji, you you had a fantastic career in the Indian Air Force, and uh, if I was to ask you, 
that anybody, any youngster who's joining any organization across, uh, if you were to give uh, him any kind of advice to do well in a professional life, what would that be? I would uh, first say, given your 100%, hard work uh, always bears results. Not in the, uh, might not appear so in the immediate term, but uh, it, it does in the long term. That old saying of uh, hard work never killed anybody, but, uh, you know, why I be the first is it's good for fun, but it's not going to carry it too far. And uh, don't go in with preset notions. Okay. Go in with an open mind, accept the organization. Remember, the organization has survived longer than we have lived. Right. And go in with Priyaka, open mind, accept what the organization is. We have volunteered to join an organization. Mm. Go in, accept it, blend into it, and give whatever you've carried, your experience, as you carry it, it's very important to pass it on. Right. Uh, selfishness doesn't uh, uh, carry too long. Very good. Very good. I am so happy that you word, use the word ending. Because what's important is, for me, when I join an organization, and you're also driving uh, my attention to the fact that it could be a larger organization, it could be a smaller subset called as this unit or that unit of the Indian Air Force. When I join in, it is my responsibility to blend in into that given set of structures and systems. And once I am comfortable with that, then I use my influence, my knowledge to change the things a little bit, which I think would work more efficiently. So sure. wonderful, wonderful thoughts. And uh, here's something I'm inviting you to do. You know, uh, my image of a Surakiran guy is definitely a smart uh, I would not use the word young looking because you are, God bless you, Ramji, you are too young for, <laughs> and you, you may stay like this forever. So I, I, my, my memory of a Surya Kiran guy is the red overalls wearing the white t-shirt inside with his position and of course the Ray-Bans. So I'm going to invite you to wear your Ray-Bans before I sign you off. So are they with you? Uh, very much, sir, but with the caveat that you uh, you joined me in doing so. Oh, you, you, you know how much of a fan of Ray-Ban I am. Absolutely. So I, I, I always have it next to my study table. So here's wearing the Ray-Bans, the both of us. <laughs> and uh, here's, uh, here's something that I want to really think, say from the bottom of my heart, that may the display pilots present the best of the displays to the world. May the world look up to the Indian Air Force pilots for their precision, their trust, their camaraderie that they show in air. And may that inspire hundreds and thousands of Ramjis who would one day become the best of the fighter pilots and the best of the Surya Kiran Aerobatic team members. So, Ramji, thank you very much. It's been uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to understand your thoughts on variety of topics, including how to do well uh, in service or in any organization. And uh, I look forward to meeting you more often uh, now that we are out of the Air Force and you're going to be flying in and out of Pune. Thank you so much, and Thank you for inviting me. And uh, it's an awesome thing that you're doing. There's so much the Air Force has taught us. We have given whatever we could to the organization, given the time that we had and to the youngsters. It's time for us to give this back to whoever, uh, to the people outside and what to, get, to do, put in our two bit into what we think, like you said, are things which can be bettered, which can be improved. And you're doing an awesome, awesome job on, uh, for you, that. Thank and thank you. you for inviting me for, the, for this thank lovely you. talks. So that was it, ladies and gentlemen. Signing off from the Crew Room Conversation, your host Nitin Velde with my special guest Ramji. Until we meet next time, thank you and Jai Hind.